Hi everyone, my name is Courtney Beeler and I am CEO and founder of Sugar Lash Pro. I'm today's guest announcer. You can find me on Instagram at Court Bueller or at our company account at Sugar Lash Pro. Cue the music. In an industry where most of us spend the majority of our time working alone in a room, we wanted to create a podcast where you can learn, be encouraged, and find a connection with other lash and beauty professionals. This is the Lashcast podcast, and here's your host, Paul Lubers. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. First, I want to say thank you to Courtney from Sugar Lash Pro for being our guest announcer. If you haven't already been following her, she is definitely worth seeing. Her page is awesome. Her personal page is actually a real blast. So go follow her on Instagram at Court Bueller as well as her company at Sugar Lash Pro. Now, finally, this week, we are up to date with our episodes. Actually, we have some old ones, but this one we just recorded. I think we've been playing for the last month episodes that we did, some in 2019. So this one is Right from now, it's right in the middle of all the craziness, and we're going to be bringing Mike and Shauna Jones from Live Bay Lash, and we're really excited to have them on because they are real innovators, and they're really changing our industry. Uh, they were one of the first ones to really provide a week-long training program when they first came out. They really do love Lash Styles. I mean, they have, I think, in some ways, made the best podcast next to ours. No, actually, I really think theirs is amazing, and you guys should follow it if you're not already, either on YouTube or on any major major platform here, a podcasting platform. And they give away so much information. They're really trying to help just the everyday last professional make it work. And they basically have come up with a whole new way of training. So we saw a post of about a month ago. I basically contacted Mike and said, please, we got to have you guys on. I want to bring this out, let people know what you guys are doing. It's very innovative. It's very different. So you guys just hang on. It's going to be great. At the very end, by the way, you got to wait to the end. They announced another thing. I don't think they were planning on announcing this because I kind of think when I asked them, they kind of looked at each other like, well, should we say this or not? It's huge. It's actually a huge announcement and it's another big shift in our industry that I can't wait to announce here. So you guys definitely please hang out to the end. You want to hear this. It's something that's going to really um, make a big shift and cause some big changes, I think, in the coming years in our industry. It's good stuff. Hopefully I haven't oversold it a little bit there. Anyhow, real two quick announcements. One, we need guest announcers, so please go to the script in the show notes and read that um, video or audio. Send it to me at Paul at lashcastpodcast.com and you can be a guest announcer on our show and for our second announcement we have another class coming up on august 24th it's a webinar that you can still sign up it's called how to get more new clients than ever in your door it's gonna be great guys we built our salon during the great recession back in 2008 and we're going to share how we did it Yes, Instagram's great, but there are many other tools that are even more effective to growing your base and getting you new clients. And we're going to talk about all that in this class. So go sign up for that. You can get the link in the bio on our Instagram page. All right, guys, that's all announcements I have for you there. But otherwise, I'm really excited. I think you guys will really love Mike and Sean if you've never heard them before. They're very relatable, very down-to-earth people who just do crazy big things. So I really hope you'll get a lot from it. Otherwise, enjoy this episode. Hey 
everyone. Welcome to Lash Cast. We're here in our studios with Mike and Shauna from Live Bay Lash. We're super excited to have them. We were actually on their podcast back in December. We got the chance to go visit them. It was a highlight of the year. It was. It really. It get to see the behind the scenes is always very exciting. So welcome to our podcast, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. If you guys don't know Mike and Shauna, you really need to. They probably, I, I'm, this is going to be humbling for me. They, I think they have the best podcast going on right now in our industry. And they are doing a lot of amazing uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, they're doing a lot of amazing stuff. I mean, if you really want 15, 20 minutes of pure just gold and knowledge, they are downloading it every week for you, giving you tips, tricks, everything you need for free, guys. They really are generous. They're really two of the kindest people in our industry, and we're really fortunate to have them on our show. We are excited because... We're right in the middle of the still. Well, we're in July now, last day of July or second to last day of July. We're still in the COVID-19 disaster. And we wanted to talk to you guys because you have a couple things coming up that are really exciting or inventive. And we want to get into that. But first, I thought we'd talk about COVID-19 and how you guys have kind of survived over the last four or five months. And how, you know, just give us an update on how you guys are doing. Mental sanity-wise? Yeah. <laughs> the whole gamut. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I, again, let me share. I should share you guys up yeah. a little bit better. But, I mean, if you don't know, Mike and Sean literally have, like, I think, four or five businesses going. They have a salon. Actually, they have multiple salons. That's really where they get started. They have training. They have a product line. They actually started a new comp- or business just before this all launched, uh, or, or launched, like COVID was launched, <laughs> just before COVID hit us. <laughs> Yeah, Um, and there's a blowout bar. And so they really have their hands in many pots. And so they're obviously probably insanely busy. But that said, there's all this responsibility, all these people they're taking care of, all these people they're employing. So there's a lot of stress, a lot to deal with. And so we thought because for our listeners who are also dealing with their own crisis and their own trying to get through, it'd be kind of interesting to see how you guys have been walking through this and how you guys have survived during this time. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been, we've just, through the whole thing, we really have just tried to be so positive about it. I think with Mike and I, it was actually kind of like a blessing in disguise because, you know, when it first happened, we got to spend so much time with our kids. I mean, we have a one and a three-year-old, you know, so (laughs) it kind of forced us to sit. We really got so much quality time in with our kids. Also with Mike and I, I think that because we're usually going like 500 miles per hour, we really got to like sit in peace and and chill out and just kind of figure out like the next step and the next things that we want to do with the business. So we had so much time to clear our heads Mm. and kind of just come up with a game plan of like new stuff that we're going to do with the business to kind of move forward and to stand out. And so although it is a really crappy situation, I know there's so much negative that's come with it. We really, I mean, for the first two weeks, we really did want to blow our heads off, but (laughs) after that we really just kind of you know just tried to adapt to it the best that we could we obviously shut down all of our salons we had just opened a blow dry bar so that was shut down as well so three salons plus the blow dry bar we didn't have to shut down our warehouse but just for precaution we did shut it down and mike and i were shipping from home and then yeah so it was absolutely insane because our kids were there and yeah, honestly, if we didn't have the warehouse and the supply line, we probably would be closing our doors as a salon. For sure. There's no way we could weather the storm. You know what I mean? Three months, no rent, paying on, into unemployment, paying all those rents, paying all the utility. You know what I mean? Just in and in. It, it's brutal. Honestly, we're super, super fortunate with that because I do know a lot of places that, that never did reopen and it's 
it could have been a lot, lot worse. I will say this, the product sales really did take off because I think a lot more people went underground and started doing lashes from home. And so we were fortunate enough to open the warehouse back up. We were the one business the governor let us, you know, keep open because of the distance. And we have so many square feet, so few people in here doing it. So that was the one thing that kind of held us together. But we had a bunch of train classes on the books that we had to cancel. We had to refund a bunch of students. It was a lot of overhead, you know. And so this is what kind of like she was saying, forced us to think outside of the box. I saw a lot of people were going to like Zoom style trains and stuff. And we're like, what can we do to kind of put ourselves just an inch above everybody else? And it just gave us a chance to really kind of develop some ideas working right now. That's super cool. Yeah, I know for us, we had the same thing. We had last cruise in March, like the worst event ever planned. Uh, let's have a cruise right in the middle of the pandemic. That's awesome. So we had that and we had to refund all that money. And that sucked because the cruise line took 90 days to refund us the money. So people so, were like, really? yeah. you, you did this on purpose. Oh, yeah. there were Well, there were a couple of people who got upset, but the, I think they just hadn't been reading the news. And it wasn't until like a week or two later, they all <laughs> wrote me back. You're like, I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't realize there was a pandemic going on. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just wanted to go on the cruise. And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. Sorry. Cruises are dead for at least a year, maybe forever. Who knows? I mean, it's, well, last cruise is officially dead. I'll, everyone, knows, we'll never do that. <laughs> it's a bad idea. But that said, um, so for you guys, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're still kicking and screaming because obviously I was thinking about you guys when this all happened because a lot of people don't realize, but when you have a bigger ship you're floating, there's just so much more you're paying for as far as rents and bills, and there's so much more. It's, I mean, people forget that when you're small and one person, you can weather storms sometimes a lot easier than some big corporation that has all these obligations no matter whether they're breaking in income or not. So in a lot of ways for you guys to get through all this, thank God you had the, the product line because I think for a lot of companies, I've, I've read some statistics they're saying that small businesses, it's going to be like 20 up to 30% of all small businesses are not going to recover through this. Like they're going to be done. Gone off the books. I mean, this is pretty it. painful. I actually had a question. Did your landlords, did they work with you in terms of, you know, rent and that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> so is- between, between all of our salons, we were paying the salons and the warehouse. We were paying $50,000 a month in rent and we <sighs> weren't given anything back with that. So like I said, if we didn't have our supply line, we would have for sure closed our salons 100%. We probably had five or six classes on the books at 1,600 a student, you know, that were already at 15, 20 students a class. It was a big beating at once. Yeah. I was thinking about you in the same way that he was. And I was thinking that no matter what, like, I know that you guys are going to survive because you already have in your DNA this scrappy fight until you make it. I'm going to do whatever I can to survive. I mean, just your uh, journey, Shauna, and how you just kept it all together, you know, through the lean times, just working your hardest. I know that's part of your DNA. So that's one of the reasons why we were excited to talk to you because we wanted to just kind of tap your brain and find out what were some of the things that you think attributed you to doing well during this time. Yeah, Where where does the grit come from, I guess, for you two? Where do you feel like that? (laughs) Where does that come from? I don't know. I think maybe it's just because growing up, I think my parents were together until what I was eight years old. And then when they divorced, we like lost everything. Mm. So I think that's kind of what it stems from is like, we had to start over from scratch. So, you know, going through COVID-19, even though we were fortunate enough to have like the supply line, I felt, okay, Mike and I just know how to react to 
so much because we've been through so much with the ups and downs that we always come together and we always just find a way to get through it. And we always manage to go that extra step. So we don't just get through it, but we just find something that like will just take us over the top. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of like it. a cat, you know, how they always land on their four feet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's you guys. I don't see my, Mike landing those feet if he fell. I think he Are would. you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? Shauna, maybe. Mike, I don't know. Michael just a tumble and roll. Oh, Broke a couple broken legs there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, for you guys, one of the things I heard a struggle that I, I heard a lot of businesses who had staff had to deal with this issue. I don't know if you did, but when it came back to opening up, because of the $600 bonus check that our government was giving employees, some businesses were having a hard time bringing back employees. I don't know if you faced any of those kind of struggles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We did. We had a huge group of them that came back that said we were purposely trying to screw them, bringing them back to work. And we we're trying to screw them out of their unemployment money. Oh. And they just, we ended up, we ended up letting them go. We ended up firing. Here's the thing. We had a meeting with them. We said, listen, if you guys want to be here, we want you to be part of it. We don't want you to feel like you're being screwed on your money. But right now, a lot of people are making extra money because of unemployment and the CARES Act. At some point in time, that's going to run out. And while you're, some of your friends might be making more money now, Eventually, the people that stayed on and went back to the workforce are the ones that are going to get the raises and the growth. And the ones that hung out and waited till the last minute and all tried to apply at the same time are going to be competing against people with four and five degrees and lots of worldly experience. They're going to take lower income jobs just to get a job. And it's going to become a very scarce market. And like I tried to beat it in their head. Unfortunately, there's a lot of tweeny boppers that were just like, you know, screw you guys. Yeah. And so we had to, we had to go out and run new ads and kind of, I don't want to say start over. We had to, we had to fill a lot of new faces, new positions. Wow. It's that lack of life experience sometimes that clouds vision. And, and I remember as, as salon owners, it was something that we were up against constantly is the sense that you're screwing me or you're doing something. It's almost like a teenagers with parents, you're doing something with me because in some ways they're they're not seeing a bigger picture as business owners. You guys have more responsibility because you're looking at a lot of different things where, and that's one of the hard things I think as business owners, you know, to keep a good attitude and to, to stay soft in your heart because you're <laughs> right. Because people think that you're trying sure. to screw them. You gotta you go. <laughs> yes. You yeah. have to this like, yeah, yeah. on the mask. The game face. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad for a lot of companies as I've heard this story over and over and over. And I think it's very short-term thinking that I'm glad to hear that you were trying to paint the long-term picture. I mean, I know you guys have been through the Great Recession like we've been. So we remember back 12 years ago when there were guys with PhDs, you know, applying to work at Starbucks and other places like that. So it's not like this world is um, not been here before and we're entering the stage again. And it's weird and it's sad, but not, I guess, surprising that some people saw this short-term gain like, wow, I can for the next two, three months not work and make more money I'm going to take that option, not realizing tomorrow it ends. Tomorrow the, the free check ends. And after that, what are you going to do? You're going to go take your couple hundred dollars a month or a week and unemployment and live on, off of that. That's probably not going to fly. And all of a sudden you're going to see, I think we're going to see a mad rush of people in August trying to get jobs again who've been enjoying their you know four-month vacation, but those days are over. You know, It's difficult. And I think for a lot of people, it's almost like a metaphor for everything we do. And it seems like in our world right now, so many people are thinking short-term. It seems like there aren't many people, visionaries, who think, what should we be doing for a year, three, five years from now? They, like That's all gone. It's just like, 
I'm just going to do what's best for me today. I don't care about tomorrow. And it's going to get us in a lot of trouble, I think. I have a question for you guys. Has COVID-19, the pandemic, has it brought out any particularly bad behavior from clients? I was just wondering, <laughs> you know, sometimes... You mean other than the mask problems that people have? Well, I don't know. Anything <laughs> anything that you're dealing with from the consumer side, anything noteworthy? During COVID, we did have clients that wanted the lash artist to go to their house to do mm-hmm. services. And when we told them no, they were very upset. We even had one uh, lady who was like, I'm going to leave you the worst Yelp review if you don't have a lash artist come over and do my lashes. Okay, Gosh. your highness. So I... <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, when we opened, we did $30 off full sets, you know, just to help people out. Cause we knew obviously it was going to be all sets, all yeah. full sets. So they really appreciated that. And, but other than that, we get some issues on the product side too. Mm-hmm. I think people are, you know, because it's a recession, they'll buy and then have some buyer's remorse and you're seeing more people trying to look for an excuse. That there's something wrong with the packaging, get a refund. Uh, yeah. I don't personally try and hold the customer liable, you know, because yeah. I don't know what they're dealing with personally, too. Yeah. But we've had a lot of we've had a lot of people that have been a little challenging lately to yeah. deal with kind of customer service level. Yeah. Now, I think in general, you just see that in just the world, right? You walk around and you, you see people strangling cats and, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff going on. It just feels like everyone's ten- tension's higher than normal right now. And I know in our own home, we've noticed that. There have been days yeah. where our tension has definitely been much higher. We get home. We're actually, we're, we're always home. What am I saying? We do get home. We're always home. And there's just, an easy, <laughs> <laughs> there's just an easier, there's just a better chance that something is going to set us off. Oh, or just the fuses are really short. You yeah. know what I mean? There's I just, it. it's been tough. Well, guys, one of the things that we want to, I, yeah, I think the reason why we reached out to you was because I saw a post about a month ago where you guys started talking about changing the training game. And we were really excited because I, I love innovation. I love out-of-the-box thinking. And you two are definitely doing that on a regular basis, trying to do things. I think you guys really were the first ones to offer the, the week-long training. You guys really value training and, and try to make sure that training in our industry is elevated and not just trying to get by with one-day or half-day trainings. I'm always amazed when I see yeah, we're going to give you a four-hour training for only a 1000 bucks. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> You're that valuable. But that said, you guys have been on the other side. You guys, I feel like, are some of the good guys trying to really give people more bang for their bucks. So that said, why don't you guys share a little bit about this new innovation you have coming that you're about to launch, I believe, in the next week or so or very soon. Let us know yeah. what it is that you guys yeah. are up to. During COVID, obviously, I noticed that a lot of these companies and some of them were already doing like some online training, but, Mm -hmm. you know, online training just became the next best thing. So, you know, we've always kind of dabbled in thinking about doing it, but I was like, oh, I don't know, because it's like just so much more valuable if it's in person and, you know, you're just like one-on-one with trainers. So, um, I think it was when one of our friends was like, gosh, you guys should like, have you ever messed with like the v- the virtual reality glasses? And mm-hmm. Mike and I hadn't. So uh, he's like, you guys should really like just do your trainings in VR. So I ordered one and Mike was literally like in our bedroom in his boxers for like yeah. five hours with the VR glasses on. He's like, babe, I'm going bungee jumping. <laughs> I'm, I'm in- <laughs> It was like the most amazing thing. So Mm -hmm. I was like, this would be so amazing. And you really want people to feel like they really, you know, left your training with something and putting those on, it puts them here 
right? Yep. And then so part of it is like a VR portion, and then the other part is a a Zoom, uh, a Zoom style. So the oh, trainers okay. are one on one see them and then when they put the vr um glasses on you know they're in our warehouse with mike and i so yeah when so, you do when you do those trainings you're trying to show them you're like hey look you know hey come here let me let me show you how to make a fan let me you know they're all yeah. huddled in mm-hmm. so we actually went out and bought all the equipment all the 8k you know 360 cameras everything with a boom arm that'll lower right down over top Wow. So it's literally like you're going, hey, Shauna, let me show you how. And they can see that thing in crystal clear HD. But at the same time, they can literally look and see the decor, the holes in the tile, the people walking. <laughs> like It's right here. And then what we've done is we're limiting capacity 10 per trainer. Mm-hmm. So each room that has its own camera equipment where we can literally focus in on, hey, Susie, real quick, you're putting too much glue right there. You know, hey, so-and-so. And, you know, and literally be able to see but it's limited per, per 10 students per trainer. Hmm. That way it's not like, you know, you got 50 people on a zoom call going, Oh, yeah, and no yeah. one's paying attention to your own background. Sorry. She's texting her boyfriend. The other one's already walked out. Left. She's bored. <laughs> so the student wears the VR stuff, the, the Oculus, uh, yeah. right. And when they're in, in there, not only can they see the decor, but they're actually getting like a front row view towards like the best seat in the house for what up close those those bonds look like or those fans look like. And so you're yeah. saying that it's also a combination of that live at the same time? For like the teaching part, I'm guessing you're going to bounce to, like if, if you have just instructor talking, you'll go to a Zoom meeting. Is that the idea, back yep. and forth? Yes. Yep. So wow. we'll switch back and forth, just depending, yeah. Do people have to buy the hardware beforehand? And how does that work? Do they have to subscribe to something? No. So each class comes with a kit. So in the price, it includes the Oculus glasses. Yeah. Fantastic. So when we send the and it's theirs to keep, so it's not like they're sending them back. So it's basically, you know, $300 of what they're paying. Part of it is that Oculus. That's usually like 300 bucks, maybe mm-hmm. a little more. Wow. So we send that out with a kit. So we get them set up like a couple days before we send out these cute invitations on how to set everything up, make sure they have a computer for the Zoom. So it's really, really exciting. Yeah, and the other thing is with the kits, where they're getting this, they're getting all the stuff already preset, the step-by-step instructions. So they're not trying to download the day of, and then they're getting lost. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is they get a, they get access to the modules later. So let's say after the course is over, they're like, you know, how is she doing her fans like that again? How is she pinching? You know, I want to see that all over again. They can go right back with their goggles on and sit while they're in bed at night. You know, the wow. kids are now asleep. They can go back and watch it all over again. So they'll have access. It'll be embedded. If they, once they purchase, they'll have a live access to that as many times they want to go back to, into it. That's God, super cool. It's genius. It I, I think it's going to change everything. Especially the close-up stuff. I think that's what the game changer is. Because I think for people with online training, the biggest obstacle to online training is really being able to show and illustrate the work itself. And while there's certain stuff that you can do completely well online, all the informational things, fine. You can do that Zoom means all day, but to actually show the bonds and show that, I think this, where you can get the camera in and zoom in and And the hand positioning, right? And the way that the artist is moving their hands and and actually pinching, it's really hard to see sometimes. But with this, if you got the different cameras that can go all over, do you have a team that's that's working to film that and put that together? Yes. Wow. Yeah, we spent the last few weeks just trying to get all the kinks right, ironed right. out. We've cycled through a few different cameras. We've had to buy, you know, oh, thinking wow. we had the first one right. And then what happened was VR portion was cool. But when it came to actually focusing in on what we were trying to do, 
it wasn't as crystal clear. So we've had to, we've had to play around with a lot of stuff to get it perfect. And so I was telling everybody, I'm like, it's got to go A plus next week. I feel like we're opening a new nightclub. Like there's all this excitement and PR. Get in there, and the DJ booth goes out, and they run a booze, and you know, what I mean? like, oh, it sucks. What a gimmick! So it brings a little phone. It says, "Here, here's the music, guys, and play off my phone." But uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, if somebody already has an Oculus, like we've got one, I don't know if it's too old or something. Ours like is that, over but- two years old, and I think ours is uh, one of the second generation, and I don't think it's the HD version that I think is currently out. So. I but think, is there an option if people have a, one of their own, they can yes. join yours yes. at a lower price or something like that? Or for free? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So yeah. we just deduct it from the price if they have their own Oculus. As long as it's the correct one, we just deduct it. And then, you know, each day is a specific class. So the first day is classic. The second is volume and mega. And then we also do like bundle discount if they want to take multiple classes. And then okay. we still do like, you know, after the class, we always, we do the after mentoring. So even with the VR classes, we still offer the mentoring. So even if they have any questions afterwards, we're always here to answer any of their questions. So it's not like they're taking the training and then we just fall off the planet, you know? So you guys have a follow-up. How's that work for your, your classes? So if they take it, are they able to contact you email, phone calls or DMs? How's that work? Usually like now people will DM us and we, we DM like instantly. So if they have any questions, they can email, DM. Give um, them our phone numbers. Yeah. And then, you know, normally we offer them to come into any of our salons and shadow as well. But obviously due to COVID, that's not happening right now, but yeah. that will be available once everything settles down. What's the interest been for you guys so far? Are people excited? Are people, you know, we're, I guess, or there's a lot of confusion and questions because this is, we're talking about tech now. So this sometimes can be a little challenging. Yeah, we've had to limit the capacity for the first run. We're keeping it, what, 20? 25. 25 for the first right. run. Just We would like to do more, but I want to make sure it goes smooth. And then the other thing is we got to make sure we're getting this stuff mailed out in time so they have been time to have it set up and ready for, for Monday. So as long as everything goes like we think it's going to, then we can start opening it up. There's no restriction, you know, no restriction on how many people can take it. We can load as many trainers in each individual room per 10 students as need be. So we can go as big or as small. We've had a ton of people, you know, calling and inquiring about it. The thing is, you don't want to take everybody's money until you a hundred percent know it's yeah. going to be a home run and make sure we get it. I would, as much as I would love to sell Oculus sets. And, and the thing is we don't even charge anything for the Oculus. Like we just give it to them. Yeah the same price as we're paying. It's not like we're making any money on it. And that's why we encourage them. They do have an Oculus that makes life even easier on us because sometimes it's hard to get them in bulk. Yeah. I think this is going to be interesting because I think the challenge of technical stuff, I mean, we finally, we start our own online trainings that we've been doing the last two months. We've done two webinars and yeah, there are definitely technical challenges where I'm getting people five minutes before the class. I can't get on. It's not working. This is, I'm like, and I hate to say it, but usually it's user error. Cause I'm like, I sent you everything you needed. It's not, you know, it's not crazy, but I admit that if you've never used a webinar before or never used zoom before you don't realize you're gonna have to download the software you're gonna to have to figure out how to log in create and an account and all create, that mess. yeah there's there's definitely a little learning curve and i get it if you've never done it it's always a little scary especially if you wait the last second and you're a little stressed out so i'm guessing for you guys you know there, do you have are you gonna have like a tech person who's available i guess uh over uh yes. to walk people through that last second yeah. setup yeah very smart yeah yeah for peace of mind yeah, right? yeah. 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 
we've told him he can't go on vacation or go anywhere. You're here. You're sitting right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No breaks. Catheter up. We're gone. <laughs> That's right. Have a little help desk and be around the corner, around the clock. I'm sure it's gonna be stressful for some people because it's it. Oculus. First time I got, I was so excited. I got mine two years. He did ago. the same thing, like five hours. Like, oh my gosh, look at what he can do, and talking to himself, and we were just laughing. Yeah. Look yeah. at dad. Ha ha. And, and of course, I'm in the middle. Of, it was like Christmas. I got it, and I'm in the middle of the room where everyone else is doing gifts or talking. And I'm just walking around. Around like a total fool with my Oculus, but yeah, those things are really, yeah, very, very really cool. cool. If I was cool. if I was eighteen, I would do nothing other than live in the Oculus world. I would just be, uh, I know, have no life. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what I said. <laughs> and collect your six hundred dollars. That's right. Yeah, if I was getting up, I'd be sitting around eating edibles, touring the world. <laughs> In my underwear. Oh, Why not? It's a good thing I'm I'm 54 now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my life would have been nothing, anyhow. But I all said, well, that's really cool. I'm excited to see you guys bring this out. It's why I, as soon as I saw a post, I think I emailed you immediately. Said we have to have you on the podcast. We really want to get the word out, let people know because I know some people. At least for me, I would like to say I'm an early adopter. I'm always the one that wants to get the new stuff first because it's fun. It's like exciting. You get to open something before other people really try it. So I hope a lot of you guys, if you're listening, I mean, already their first classes are sold out, but. Definitely, I think it'd be something to look into, a totally different experience. Well, can I just dream a little bit? Let me just think, while you're sharing this, what I'm thinking of is, like, what if all your students did this and then we started advertising and maybe we could even do, like, a LashCon where you have a room that everyone's got an Oculusoft, you know, an Oculusoft, an <laughs> Oculus, you know, yeah. have a have a connection together. That might be a thing that you can, ah. we could create our own community, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just, there's oh, something absolutely. there. It's a new way. Mm-hmm. They're talking about sports kind of heading that way right now too. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Like because yeah. they're, you know, we're not going to sit in attendance, and so a lot of places we're talking about going to that, like you know, for like the NBA and the NFL, mm-hmm. you'll still be able to see the games. and feel like you're at the stadium, wow. but you'll be able to kind of zero in, obviously, a little closer. And I mean, nobody knows how long. I mean, obviously, we're optimistic. We hope this thing there'll be a vaccine and this thing will be over soon. But this is the way things are right now. And, and to be honest with you, with the VR set on, you're getting in closer than if it was like in order for her to show me that close with that, where that camera's pointed over with, we have to be in training. She go, Mike, look, you know what I mean? Like literally put it right in my, in my face. They're going to see it closer than like 20 people huddled around trying to watch and see what's going on. Exactly. Even when 20 people are there, there's only one person that gets that perfect a space because otherwise everyone's kind of politely looking over shoulders and kind of settling for something that's kind of average in terms of, oh, I think I got it right. No, I think, yeah, I think yeah. the idea that you can get zoomed in, that's going to be a huge and a replay too. Like you can't replay real life. You're just going to keep doing it. All right. Next Carol's come up, up, you go to the back, we'll do it again, but they're not watching. Now you're really optimizing the time because now they're really going to get to see it. If they have to, you can replay it later and all that. So I think there's, Huge value in what you guys are adding. And like you said, I don't think we're live events. I mean, even LashCon right now, we're going virtual and we're going to do it in November now. But I'm even thinking next year, I don't know. I still think even we're planning September of next year. I'm like, even with the vaccine out, life may not return back to normal for another couple of years because the vaccine's not going to be like everyone gets vaccinated in one week. It's going to take a six months, a year. <laughs> 
I mean, it's good. I mean, three. Go, 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 go. No. We'll jam people with two hands, double vaccining people as they run by you. You know, no, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to take like six months, a year, I think, to vaccinate everyone unless we all get COVID before that. But we'll see how this goes. But um, yeah, it's the same possibility. Yeah, no, that is a distinct possibility with the people who say, you can't make me wear a mask. Well, yeah, we, we might find a way to get all of us with a mass herd immunity by uh, March of next year. That'd be great, I guess. So anyhow, thank you so much, guys. This is really great. By the way, anything else you have coming up your sleeve that you wanted to throw out there? Or is this uh, this right now your sole focus is to get this out the door? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to be getting our vending machine. So we're really excited. I don't I don't know where we're sticking it yet. It's not going to be in Las Vegas. Oh. So that should literally be delivered, I would say, in the next 30 days. No, wait so a minute. So it's temperature control. So you're saying a vending machine. I know we talked about this earlier, but this is yeah. for professionals, right? Not the end consumer. No, that's so it's for lash artists only. Uh-huh. Right now we're hoping that we can kind of get with like a Cosmo prof or something to where oh. we can put the vending machine in there. I yeah. mean, but realistically, like a lash artist can go on Amazon and buy supplies. So even though I would like to restrict it to a Cosmo prof, we're just kind of debating now on where we should have it. It will not be in Nevada, but we're just super excited because as a lash artist, when you need supplies, you need you supplies. Need supplies. Yeah. Oh, so, desperate. Yeah. That is going to feel <laughs> such a niche. I really hope that yeah. goes well for you no, guys. No, it's kind of like what Benefit does when you walk through yeah. in the airport. You yeah. see that last second supplies that you need for yourself. I could see that being in like Sephora or into uh, Ulta or something like that possibly. Is that things that you guys are thinking about or are you more like thinking... No, Cosmoprof or Maley's, right? Or Maley's. Like a, a professional, right? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. I mean, I go go for whatever market is available. CVS, for, me, for crying out loud. Just whatever, right? <laughs> We were literally this close to being in Sally Sally's. Beauty right yeah. before COVID. We okay. had a meeting. We were going to fly to Texas, sit down with them, figure out how many stores they wanted us to start with, what the marketing plan was. Then COVID happened. And obviously, we kind of put a break, put the brakes on things. But the main thing that we're working on right now, we're trying to become the first U.S. manufacturers of everything. Mm. Except for tweezers, because we can't compete with the cost of metal in Pakistan. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> we are in the middle right now of, of designing a machine that can actually automate and make the trays of lashes. It'll steam, bake the curl, everything, and it will do everything start to finish to replace the fifteen, twenty people actually making it by hand. Wow. And we've actually we're we're designing a machine right now. We just did a, a trial run where we can actually we have a formulator that's taken our glues we get, reverse engineer the MSDS sheets even make it a little more eco-friendly, mm-hmm. set the cure times, everything where it can be poured and bottled, capped, everything. We're actually able to do the glues here for even cheaper than they can do it overseas right now. That is so hopeful. Yeah. It's the exact now, same strength. Are you thinking about opening it up to private label or is it just Live Bay? Yes. Pro- no. So private label. Yep. Wow. Private label, competitors, anybody. We'll be able to beat their prices. And, and then, you know, let's say... They want to, their order, you know, that week. We'll fulfill it that week and load a box truck and even drive it to Utah or LA for them. Yeah. So would you have like designers on hand that could design somebody's logo and the packaging yeah. and all that stuff? Yeah. So basically what you're saying is like, it's a one-stop shop that specializes in eyelash extensions that's stateside, which is huge. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's fantastic. We don't have to rely on anymore. 
No. no. And another no. thing that people have gotten through this COVID is that China is just not reliable. Like, do we really want to have our production in China? So when this all started, I started calling brands. I think I even called, talked to you, Mike. Like, how's your supply chain? How is it being held up? And there were a couple of brands mm-hmm. that were like, yeah, actually it is. But thankfully, we just have a big inventory already. But if we didn't have an inventory, we'd be up a creek right now because China shut down for like eight weeks and nothing came out of China for a while. So I think it's great that you guys are doing that. And also, I just think yeah. that with now with the need for jobs in the United States, we just need to start bringing things home as best as we can so that we can employ people here who need yeah. to make a living. And I think you guys, I know, are great people. And seeing you guys do this, it's super encouraging. And uh, I think for our lash industry, it's just going to make it better. And I guess the best way to compare it, I was looking, thinking about it, is a lot of makeup companies, right? There are a lot of uh, white label makeup companies who produce for many brands that you don't, we, we love or don't really probably realize it. That's actually another company making it. And people come in and they say, hey, make my makeup for me. And they I put want their it to be this color. Celebrity. I want it to smell like that. Yeah, and they get like a celebrity person, puts their name on the makeup and they sell it. And it just happens to be all the same company. So I'm guessing you guys are probably going to follow that kind of model, right? Yes. Yeah. 100%. And not just that, but for, let's say somebody owns a chain of salons and they just want to get their stuff for cheaper and they don't want to keep paying and they want it in their own, their own logo and their own brands that maybe they want to sell retail. They'll be able to do all that stuff and buy a discount, you know what I mean? And get their own logo on it and buy it for way cheaper than they could go on Amazon or anywhere else and try and bulk bundle. Yeah. And the time frame, especially when you're dealing with adhesive. I mean, during COVID, we had to dump a lot of our adhesive because the shelf life on it. Mm-hmm. And we honestly had to dump adhesive. You know what wow. I mean? Like I'm not, yeah. you know, but, and so that hurt. So at least if it's here in the U S we don't have to worry about it being held up at customs or yeah. it getting too hot. So we're really excited. It's super cool. Like it literally will take the barrel, hold it upside down, will fill with nitrogen so that it fills the bottle. So oxygen can't get to it. So it won't cure. Then it literally puts the tip on the top on. It's almost like a ratchet type attachment that's, that screws it on labels that it can pump out 30 per minute. And then when you're done, let's say you want to switch a batch, switch the 55 gallon drum out and do a clear glue. It'll flush lines with the acetone and then water so that they're ready for the next production run. And it's literally just a matter of changing it over. It's got it. The only thing like the, the last step of this thing working on right now is the flammability portion of it. So we lit our glue on fire the other days to see how easy it goes up and <laughs> present we're up here. Very well. Yeah. So we're just working on the last parts of the flammability to make sure that we don't blow up our warehouse. And send yeah. somebody- so this is something you're going to be doing. You bought the equipment. You're going to build this in your own warehouse. It's not like you're partnering with a manufacturing company. Oh, we're going to do it here. I'm wow. very impressed with the nitrogen. I just taught a glue class, adhesives. And one of the segments in it is how to make cyanoacrylate adhesives. And one of the things that I was learning and, and explaining to my students is that, you know, just one molecule of oxygen, just one molecule of, of, of moisture can cause the whole batch to be ruined and that a very high quality adhesive is going to, um, they're going to pump a non-reactive gas, which would be nitrogen in there to, as a preserver, you know, so that it doesn't solidify in the bottle and become hard. I mean, it's happened a couple of times in my career that I've uh, ordered um, a very expensive a glue or adhesive online and, and it's come and it's been solid inside. So the fact that you're, yeah. you know, that kind of attention to detail speaks highly of, of your, your uh, desire for quality. Uh, so bravo and kudos to you on that. Now, Thank when, you. yeah, you guys, a high five. Now, when is that um, going to be available? Because I mean, I can imagine that people are chomping at the bit. Like when yeah. can, can they call you up and say, Hey, I want a private label. I want a small stuff, run. Yeah. I want this. I want that. 100%. We're hoping within the next four to six months. 
Okay. Wow. I have a video of it already. The machine, they've already taken three, five, and 10 ml bottles and ran them through into the machine where it literally grips, pulls, grips, pulls, and shows how long it'll take to fill. And it's all automated. The machine can run 24 hours a day. So it's not like it, it can't handle a certain workload. Hmm. And then on the lash machine side, the hardest part about trying to get her on lashes was to actually source the PBT thread and have find a supplier that could extrude it down to a 0.03, a 0.05, right. you know, a 0.15. Because it usually comes in sheets. And you ever watch a video like on YouTube where they make it overseas? It looks mm-hmm. like little hairs where they yes. razor cut it and they pull it like a joint and put water on it. And moisture. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then accidentally <laughs> smoke some too. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. get those and you're looking at them through the loops I am and I, and every now I see little hairs I see little impurities because I know I've been watching videos they've been made by you know, either by hand in like Vietnam and so the thought of having it being all manufactured stateside is just amazing now are you guys going to do any kind of pre-fan pre-made pre-made fan yeah. is that on yeah. the okay yep I think that's why everything's just going to take a little bit longer with that, because especially with the lashes, that's going to take way longer than the adhesive. So I I would think the adhesives, they'll be ready probably in four to six months. And then for the lashes, the PVD thread, that machine, that's going to take probably a little over a year just because it's more detail oriented. So, Yeah. 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 And also getting the child labor lined up, I'm sure, that would be great, too. <laughs> For those who aren't sure, that is a joke. That's a total joke. I'm what? sorry. I'm they, sorry. They're going to make soccer balls half the day, the other half the day lashes. <laughs> exactly. Come on. We got to get oh, your money man. money's worth, you know? You guys have to you know, beat China here. But, uh, I still that, think that's that was a joke. I don't want, I don't want child labor laws. I know. We're here. all coming to check you guys out. No, please, guys. That was just me being stupid and I'm going to get razzed very quickly by Tuss later on this I'm sure but thank you guys that's exciting I mean hearing you guys bringing this home and all that I think is very inspiring I think we want to hear more stories like that and um, we need in fact I think as Americans we all need to hear yeah more business is coming back home because I think everyone has got a cloud hanging over them so this is great thank you guys good job on that that's really we're, exciting we're such fans you guys are freaking awesome yeah thank you yeah we're not bringing any jobs home yet I know. we'll work on that one <laughs> honestly I, I feel like this is just going to open up you know this industry is supposed to keep growing you're going to see it becoming one and a half two three billion dollar industry yeah there's going to be just more stuff i think that it's the last five years has just been so much copycat 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 mm-hmm. doing what other people are doing that's, yep. that's been successful and now for the first time that people have time on their hands because they're quarantined or Things yeah. are kind of shut down. It's giving people a chance to really innovate and just start thinking outside of the box. You're right. No, I remember last year I was talking to Tuss. I said, you know, this next year, 2020 is going to be the year of innovation because we've kind of hit a ceiling, I felt, through last year. Everything was like, okay, we've kind of got down to two-day trainings. We got down all this other stuff, but no one's teaching business yet. No one's really talking about new types of services or new types of ways of thinking or helping people. And I felt like 2020 is going to be the year we see – everything kind of busts out of the box. And I think even more so now because of COVID-19, we've been forced to. It's like, even if we didn't want to, even if we just want to repeat 2019, no, you can't repeat. You got to try something new. So it is exciting to see all this innovation. And I've, I've talked to other companies and everyone is in the boardrooms. It's like, 
trying to find a way to rethink this. And I think our industry is going to grow. Because really, I don't know if you guys saw Bella Lash back in January posted a study that they had commissioned that really showed that actually in the last year, our industry had slowed down significantly. Like we were not growing at the same rate we had been for the last five years. And so the thought was, what is going to causes to grow because there is a time where it will flatline it won't be this going up at uh, you know 100 a year at some point every industry yeah, yeah, hits kind sure. of a ceiling and so the question was are we there yet are we finally hitting that or are we just hitting like well, you guys i think hit said we're kind of hitting the ceiling because we're just doing the same thing over and over and over maybe now this is when the innovation kicks in and we're going to see some new expansion in our industry yeah for sure for sure so sure, awesome. Sure. Well, guys, thank you so much. Where can they find you if they, I mean, I think everyone knows who you guys are, but maybe you can share us your website, your social media and all that. Yeah. So it's livebaysupplies.com and then our salons are under Live Bay Lash and then that's on Instagram and then our Instagram for supplies is Live Bay Supplies. And you should also follow, um, was it Sassy? I think you had that, or your own two personal accounts, like Lash Boy Mike, I think it is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lash Boy Mike. And then I'm sassy babe. Sassy babe. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Lash boy. It yeah. was it was sexy boy 2020, but we changed it back to Lash Boy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was my name. That's why you can take it. So anyhow. <laughs> I knew somebody had yeah. it. Yeah, that's mine. I'm all over that stuff. Anyhow, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we really enjoy thank having you, you on today. And we will have to have you on again at some point, I'm sure, just talking about the new things, especially as you get close to launching your actual glue and lash line. Um, we really want to get that out there because for a lot of people, I think that's going to be a great service. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, guys, before we wrap up the show, I just want to bring up one new thing that we're hoping to develop. We'll see how this all plays out. Maybe I'll mention it here and we'll never see it. But that is we really want this podcast to be a place that can become a resource for you to get not only get training for how to be a better lash artist or how to grow your business, but also be a place where you can hear the latest information from the upcoming brands, major brands, companies with new services or new things, or anyone just has something that's newsworthy for the lash professional. So if you are an owner of a salon or a business or a brand and you have something that you're doing that's exciting or new or innovative that's going to help our industry, please go ahead and email me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com and we'll review it. It's kind of like a PR piece. You don't have to write like official PR piece, but just write a little paragraph. Hey, we got this going on. we got this new development we're doing in our salon or a new service or a new thing that serves our industry and we would love to make an announcement about it. You can just write it there and either I'll just take what you've given me and just put it on as a short little news bit and refer it to you guys or if I need to I can bring you on and we can bring you on a couple minutes maybe and do a quick interview not really sure how this is all going to play out it's kind of a whole new development but something that we really are excited to do and try to implement so if you are listening and you have something go for it just send it to us and we'll see where it goes and see if this plays out. And if it doesn't, then you'll never hear from me again. And let's just go and wrap this all up. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Buddy, Tusney, and my special guests, Mike and Shauna, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Lash Cast.